T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I know Eagle fans are having fun right now. It's good to see that they exist. I didn't know they existed anymore. I really didn't. But it's fine. I can wear it. You guys want to talk? You can talk. I'm here for it. We talked our talk. We did. We talked our talk. We got to wear it. We ain't going nowhere. We're not going to We're not gonna cry. You know, no, we will cry about it. We actually probably did cry about this loss. This loss hurts. It hurts very, very bad. But we can wear it, and we'll see Philadelphia next year, and we'll kick your ass once again, and we'll send you back to your miserable city. Remember, you got to wake up in Philadelphia. I don't. I get to wake up in the Bay Area. Or Delaware in the gym. <laughs> exactly. These clowns. You know, I'm good over here. There are our buddies out in San Francisco. I don't even get the thing at the end. Like, all right, like that's cool. As if we're all waking up in a bad place. Because, I mean, like, there's plenty of beautiful areas beautiful around here. Out here. Yeah, like that, that's a weird knock on everybody. Well, I mean, we have to live in, it's not like they're in Hawaii. Well, first of all, you would have to guess that the mood in Philadelphia is 20 times better than the of mood in San Francisco. I mean, yes. I, you think maybe some stabbings might have went on <laughs> around that, that area last yeah, night? I, like, know, I don't know what went on out there, but here's what I know. Wow. What music was under them there? Where were they playing themselves? It was uh, Numb by Linkin yeah, Park. That, yeah. You know, oh, that, they're numb. Yeah, they're going through it out there in San Francisco. <laughs> Taking shots at us. And it's also loser talk. Talk about a regular season game next year. It's like, oh, we'll beat you next year. Well, guess what? Neither of our team or your team beat the Chiefs. That's the reality. Well, they're thinking about the Eagles when they just uh, lost to yeah. the Chiefs. Because they saw Hughes tweet. That's what it's about. <laughs> it's a little I mean, sad. That's, they're, they're looking at that. I mean, that, that's what they saw, and they got all into it. All right, 215-592-9494. Lot to react to off of last night. The Super Bowl, obviously, Mahomes is just unbelievable. Eight of eight on the final drive. Eight of eight on the final drive. Two big runs. It reminded me of last year when he broke the Eagles back with the run. Yeah, that back-breaking play looked familiar. This guy's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it, it is. Be. It's it's remarkable how good he is and how young he still is. Three titles, 28 years old, and I think the gap between him and whoever the, you think the second-best quarterback is is huge. I, I don't think it's close. That That's how good this guy is. And with Andy, always happy for his success. A little twinge, though, this morning or now afternoon, Hugh. A little jealousy as he's got three of these things now. Got three of them things. Since he left here. Three. Yeah, he's doing his thing, man. No question about it. And he's probably going to win more. The last two Chiefs teams have not been on paper their best. I mean, they're like, no one, they weren't the, the odds on favorite all year. They were an underdog last night. There is a real chance they get better. That defense is young. It's probably going to stay mostly together. They have the quarterback. They have the coach. They'll get better at receiver, offensive line. Yeah. You, they're, they're likely not done here. And everybody else is playing for second place, it feels like, yeah, some years. And, and when you have that, like, Chemistry is a huge deal in football. And, and I know that, that we've talked about, and a lot of people 
are on different sides of the fence about what Travis Kelsey did and everything like that. Like, my my job here is like you can believe whatever you want to believe. Let me say that first. You can feel however you want to feel about what happened between Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. But my job this morning is not to try to change your mind about the way you feel, try to take you behind the velvet rope a little bit and tell you how these relationships go. A lot of times in in the heat of battle, and that was the heat of battle, and and, and I know for the, all the people that are in the, in the service, they don't like some people don't like to use the word battle, but in the heat of the moment, let me just say that, in the heat of the moment, there are things that happen where emotions run high and people might get cursed out. People might say some things that normally and un, under any other circumstance that they wouldn't say. And that was what I saw last night. Now, did it bother me? A little bit, because that's my coach, and y'all know how I feel about Andy Reid. But I understood in that moment what was going on. And that's what it was, that's what it was plain and simple. And I know a lot of people feel like it was disrespectful and things of that nature. That's fine if you feel that way. That's fine. But my job today is to tell you, because I've been in those situations, that after that happened, those cats, especially after they won, and even if they would have lost, I feel like their relationship is so that they would have hugged each other and kept it moving because they've been through this before. And you just don't, you don't fall out over something like that. Not if you've, not as much success as they've had. That's nothing compared to them. I can tell you about Tater Taste that we've had before after we lost when we were about to come to blows and it never happened. So that, that's just one of those things where you can feel the way that you feel, but my job this morning is to just try to take you behind the rope a little bit and just give you a little bit more perspective, and then you can make your decision. 215-592-9494. Also, your reaction to the Reddick thing. I would not trade him. Hugh would do it. Uh, Hugh would move on and trade Hassan Reddick. He is allowed now to explore trade. The Eagles are giving him permission to go out there and find a trade. Oh, let's go to the phone lines here. Gary in South Philly. Hey, Gary. Gary. Gary going once, twice. Gary, just like the 49ers. I mean, All come apart. on. Falling apart when we go to him. All right, let's go to Robert in Jerby What's up, Robert? Robert. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Robert. On, Robert. I'm listening to your show. I'm trying to find some Fosnock donuts today and tomorrow, guys. Yeah, it's Fat Tuesday tomorrow. Fat Tuesday. Oh, yep. you mean the Mardi Gras? Yep. Yep. Damn, it's on yeah, the Tuesday, too. Depends on your Dutch to make these special donuts. Only two days a year. Maybe I'll... See if I can bring some by tomorrow. Ooh, it's going to be tough to say no to donuts on a Fat Tuesday, Robert. I know that. <laughs> we'll try. Uh, beautiful game yesterday. You know, the Brazilians, they only like the victory if it's played beautifully. And I thought all the things you ever hear me talking about really came out yesterday. Great, great passion, great intensity, wonderful schemes on both sides. Uh, really, really nice, good football game, which we need to learn how to play. You know, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of what I saw in the field, guys. You yeah, Robert, right. I, I, you know, you mentioned uh, jealous of the what you saw. It was a great game. And I thought both sides had really good coaching at times. They made some mistakes, but mostly a lot of good coaching. And I just thought the intensity of the defenses. I mean, the def- those defensive backs for the Chiefs are incredible. And they really changed the game. A lot of times early, Purdy had no – like there was no one open at all. Right. No, well, the schemes, you know, the defensive schemes, you know, Shanahan's designs, Andy's last play, the motion, you know, the counter motion stuff he was doing was just brilliant to watch the innovation and the passion, the linebacker play, and running backs running with anger, you know, even Pacheco. the fullback for San Francisco, yeah. Pacheco, the fullback, you know, uh, McCaffrey. I mean, this was really, really what I want the Eagles to become. 
will we become that? Uh, well, I'm not sold on Sirianni. I'm not sold on Rosamond making the good choices that obviously Kansas City and San Francisco have been making in the draft. You know, even last year, how many guys were rookies that were that beat us in the Super Bowl? Kansas City drafted, remember? Yeah, McDuffie, Karloftis, quite a few. Yeah, so we got to pick it up, guys. We got to get got to have a really great draft. I'm with you. We don't particularly have a lot of money. Um, you know, I would I trade Reddick? Uh, Kyle and I were talking with. I love Reddick, but let's see what the offer is. I mean, you can't say no. We're pretty desperate for upgrade uh, in a lot of places, and uh, we got to get back to playing beautiful football on both sides of the ball, guys. Yeah, not totally agree with yeah. that. Yeah, Robert, and the coaching aspect last night, there was a lot of great ones. Robert, we appreciate. It. How about Andy? The game winner was the same play he beat the Eagles on last year. Yeah, it was the corn dog. Corn dog. Yeah, I remember that play. Like when it, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I remember that play. And it looked like for for the the whole game that when they needed to get it done, they had plays that got it done for them. I mean, that was the beautiful thing about it, and it was like a flashback. It gave me PTSD because I was looking at it, and I'm like, damn, I saw that before. Damn, I saw that last year. And they won the same way. We got beat the same way. Let, let's just call it what it is. We got beat. They beat us the same way they beat the San Francisco 49ers last night. With his legs, yep, sixty. I think it was about the a mirror image of what he had last year, sixty yards rushing. And that run, to the the last big run he had on the third and one, it looked just like the play he beat yeah. the Eagles on, oh. just like it. Man, I tell you, it it. And you know what? As a defender, a former defender, I should say, I felt the pain of that 49ers defense because, dog, when I tell you the lane integrity that they were able to keep all night long and to keep him in the pocket and to make him make those throws that he didn't want to make, they played a beautiful game up into that that fifth quarter when they started to it started to break down. Even when he ran a couple times, they were they got back into they they call it a retrace where you run up the field and you see the quarterback uh, running and you retrace your steps and go and tackle him. They did a great job of that last night. And it was not enough. It was just – it wasn't enough, man. It wasn't enough. And that's a backbreaker. That's demoralizing. Yeah, when, when the Niners uh, got the field goal to start overtime, you just knew what was going to happen. You just felt it. Mahomes, there's a, there's a Michael Jordan thing where if the Bulls were down a bucket, he was going to score. You, yeah. just, you just knew it. And, and it felt like that. Like, it, it was funny. And I remember the moment when you were talking about, well, who you want to have the ball last? And I was thinking, like, damn. Mahomes got it last. You already knew. It was just a matter of time. It was just a matter of time. You knew it. It was nothing that San Fran was going to be able to do to stop this. It was just like, how long can we hold him off? Because it's coming. You know what I mean? It's just like, how long can we hold him off? Yep. And they, look, the, I thought the Niners defense played well for a lot of that game. You mentioned they had uh, both had 10 pressures by himself. They had an interception. They they came to play. But you get, I think Mahomes had 13 possessions last night. You give him 13 possessions, he's going to score. I mean, it's yeah. just inevitable. Lou. In Delco. Hey, Lou. Lou. Yo. What's up, Lou? What is up? Uh, a lot is up, I guess, you know? <laughs> you, I love you, man. But here we go with the I love you, but go for it, Lou. Say what you got to uh, say. <laughs> fucking corn. I'm sorry. Effing corn dog. Corn dog. That was the name of the play they won on. Corn dog. Yeah, corn dog. You know, uh, Jason Kelsey, he's just messing with us. You know, he still hasn't made his mind up. Don't you agree? Uh, I don't. I think that you're probably <laughs> right on that. He hasn't fully made his mind up. Yeah, Lou, I, I agree with that. He, he's mm-hmm. he's probably leaning certainly towards one direction, but I don't think he's made a final decision yet. Yeah. 
And listen, man, I, I, I love you guys. I really do. I really do love you guys. And, uh, yes, I do medicate. But I'm not driving in circles today, all right? You. This is a joke, quite oh, frankly. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, hey, man, we all medicate. I, I use, I medicate too, so it's cool. I, I, get, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, and I just want to let you guys know, uh, I have an admission that kind of like my, my life right now, my home life, my work life, uh, all around, all three phases, if you want to call it, right, is just mirroring what's going on with the Eagles, right? So I have a lot of opinions when it comes to the Eagles right now. I just, mm-hmm. you know, so it's hard to, uh, you know, hold back a little bit because we got time to unpack all of this. Well, right? that's what we do. We unpack it right. all. That's what we, we do this and every you, day, I, man. You, I you, feel your love, and I want to circle back to something that What's happened that, on Friday, right? You what had happened? a caller. I can't remember his name. And the man broke down on the air. He started crying, right? Yes. And I, I feel like that. I feel that man's pain, right? He lost a son. Yes. And I have sons. I have family. And I want to say I'm very proud of this, that I had three generations of men and boys in the same room at the same time sharing a common interest, a connection, which was the Super Bowl. That's pretty right? cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. Right. However, I hated the game. <laughs> Why? Because Andy won? Yeah, and we all knew that. I had to. I had to. I was already on with John Johnson this morning. <laughs> I guess I'm crazy. I was You're already on anymore. with John Johnson Yeehaw. this morning. And I told the story. The story is, is that I had to take the 40 whiners, and they are whiners, all right? They are. Yeah, they're, well, their they fans are, are even whining now. They whiners, sure. yep. right? And he took the Chiefs. But because he's my father, <laughs> what did I do? Out of respect for the man, the good man, the greatest man that I know, I took the 49ers and he took the Chiefs and I lost $15 to him. Well, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm happy he won, Lou. I'm not, I'm not happy you lost, right, but I'm happy, happy he won. won. Chileo, yeah, it's fun. Lou, we appreciate it, man. We always appreciate the phone call. What is wrong with him? Lou trying his material on John Johnson first, and then he's got us midday. Yeah, he 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 uh, refines it on our show. That's yeah. cool, hey, Lou. I get it, man. You know, it's a lot going on. I appreciate your call. Some some you you soft launch the take on Johnson's show. And yeah, then you bring, you it, bring it on home. Yeah. Bring it on home. I get that. I I get it a lot. What was that noise? That John Johnson noise <laughs> you played? You threw it in there. We got a John Johnson noise. Hee haw! Yeah, little hee haw. Why? <laughs> Why do we have that? I, I, I don't know. Okay. You're just speaking of self, sometimes you just find things. In yeah. <laughs> speaking of self medication, I had me a nice little weekend. Yeah. Cool. Blue shoes. Oh. Oh no, not the Bluetooth. That's I, John Johnson. I, you know what? I mean, I, I'm I'm not there. Yet. How about that D, baby? Everything still still is working in working order. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need unless I'm you know I'm going for sport maybe, but not you know rec- recreational. I'm a- Hugh Douglas is up and running. There it is Carl Mapleshade. What's up, Carl? Way to get Yo, the show gosh, back on track. Good afternoon. <laughs> hey, Carl. You know, um, unless. Jeffrey Lurie pulls the bandage off the Chip Kelly error and bring in a rock-solid head coach that players respect because the players feel like they're being coached by the front office right now. This is the heart of the problem. Did you, mean, did you mean Sirianni or Chip Kelly, Carl? You say Chip. What I say Chip Kelly was when they gave him – Total control. Oh, right, right. Jeffrey Lurie feels like, I'll never do that again. Well, guess what, Jeff? You're never going to win again. 
unless you trust a rock-solid head coach that players respect, players aren't going to accept being coached by the – manipulated by the front office. Yeah, went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but he lost it. But he went. Though. I know. But then you saw what happened this year. He stunk <laughs> I'm it up. Just, I'm just saying he went. Carl, I hear you, man. I, I don't know if this setup's going to work. This Sirianni thing doesn't feel right. Unless Jeffrey Lurie can get over it, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I don't care what the longevity of Bill Belichick is. I bring him in and said, Bill, I got a lot of nonsense going on within this organization, and he's a no-nonsense coach. And even if it's two or three years – they got to get somebody to clean the nonsense up. Jason Kelsey ain't coming back, and he can play at a high level, but he knows no matter what he said, they can't win. He's not coming back to this mess, and it's got to be cleaned up. Yeah, we need less nonsense next year, Carl. I agree with that. More tackling, less points allowed, less nonsense. I think we all agree with that one. Yeah, and hopefully we can do that with the coach that we had because we ain't about to get a new one no time. So that's not going to But happen. the players – have to believe, man, they take on a personality of a good coach. That's what you have to have. They have no respect for the front office that coaches are being manipulated by them. That's done. There is no player that's going to accept that. And if Jeff don't realize it immediately, I'm bringing Bill in tomorrow. Carl's not done with the coach thing. I love it. He's, he's bringing Bill in tomorrow. I'm not done with it. I got a nonsense that has to be cleaned up. 2024 Eagles, less nonsense. Carl, we appreciate it. Speaking of Lurie, and part of the reason I have some jealousy today, you see him on the sidelines before the game hugging Andy? He's there. No, I didn't. Jeff, I didn't see that. Jeff was there hugging Andy before the game started. I didn't see that. I didn't see all that. I mean, I appreciate that he is, you know, he still has, he, I think he roots for Andy, and I think he's happy to see Andy's success, but again, I was very happy for Andy the first time. All in, Andy appreciation, go Andy the first time. Last year, obviously, he faced the Eagles. How many do, is Andy going to get before it's like, man, like that's enough, Andy? Uh, I don't I don't think there's no such things enough. But I mean for people here. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure people are probably – he's probably there now for a lot of people here. The first one he got was probably enough for people here. But it's one of those things, man, when you have a good thing going, you try to ride that – that is, as long as you possibly can. Yeah, the, the more this goes on, and again, I keep referencing the Chiefs weren't even that great this year. They they weren't. They weren't a dominant team. They they weren't have a bye. They, they didn't have the second seed. They had the third seed in the playoffs. Th- this was supposed to be their downtime last year and this year. Young defense, young receivers. This was they're rebuilding the team and still winning Super Bowls. Th- this is the the, the Mahomes Jordan thing. Jordan ruined so many legacies or changed so many legacies in the '90s because. He just beat guys that probably thought they could have won a championship. Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing, Shaquille O'Neal. Then he obviously he went on and won after Michael was done. But Malone and Stockton. Oh yeah, it was disrespectful. Hugh, I wonder if the and Niners player, and the Eagles frustrated. are yeah. those teams to the Chiefs. Like you get frustrated, yeah. And you try to like when you look at Coach Shanahan's game plan. That was a hell of a game plan. That was a sound game plan because you're talking about even though the offense wasn't as prolific as offenses in the past, they can still score points. And for a long time, you know, with the turnovers and everything, that game was touch and go. It was touch and go all the way to the end. And then Patrick Mahomes just did what he always does. He took over. And that's why I always say, Joe, like quarterbacks, they always have to have plays where they might have to do a little bit more than what's asked of them. 
And that's why, again, I know this, this makes people mad. Brock Purdy played a solid game last night. He was balling. And I'll say it again, he was balling. But when it came down to making crucial plays, we had to make, he didn't get them done. But as far as putting the ball in the playmaker's hands that he needed to and not making turnovers, he did a good job in both of those areas. Yeah, like when I look back, I'm, I'm not going to say they lost this game because of Purdy. They lost the game for two reasons. One, Mahomes is amazing. But two, they had the fumble by McCaffrey. Yeah. They had the blocked extra but that, point. You know, even with that, the fumble really didn't hurt them it that did, bad. It did, but if they scored there, it might have changed yeah, the game. Yeah, it might have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I look at it more so on the fumble. That's a, 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 as an extra possession yeah. for the offense. Mm-hmm. And what do you get out of it? The blocked extra point was a killer. Yeah, that, and the yeah. And the, the ball that went off the, the blocker's foot on the punt. I mean, they set the Chiefs up for an <laughs> easy touchdown. Yeah, that, that one right. Now, that was the killer. That was the Because you knew that was, the, that was easy money sniper at that point. He was going to get that. Yeah, one play. He was in the end zone. Yeah. That, that was a rough one. Rob Adelko. Hey, Rob. Joe, here. What's up, boy? Hey, what's Rob. Going on, what's man? up, buddy? Yeah, I was seeing the file not too shortly after my my boy Lou from Delco. I'm not medicating, so I'm going to be a little bit more, you know, uh, clear. But um, my point is, it just shows you you got to be good guys, but you need some luck. Joe, you just mentioned what I was going to say that 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 punt going off the side of the guy's foot, you know, the missed extra point. But when it comes down to it, here's the difference, Hugh, and this is what I'm thinking: in overtime, when they settle for that field goal. I knew it was lights out because I knew that Mahomes is not going to go down kicking the field goals. He's going down to step on her neck and end the game, and that's what they did. When they had second and four, Joe, they had it. Yep. They ran the ball and got stuffed, and I forget what they did on third down. Maybe through a pass. They the did, outside. yeah. Chris Jones got in, and Purdy was pressured, and, and yeah. Yeah, no one got Yeah, That, that yep. was it. It was second and four, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Like, this, you know, they're going to go in and score seven. And I don't know why they took it first, because I think it's such an advantage to go second, because you clearly know what you need, and you adjust your play court. Calling you do, Rob. So I was, I was trying to – I don't think there's a right answer. I don't think it's like totally – so I, I agree with you. Second, you know what you need. But I, my guess is Shanahan was thinking, we score, they score, and then it goes to sudden death and I get it first. Like that third you know, possession. Yeah, yeah, I, I get you that, Joe. Yeah, but but you that. need to score a touchdown if you're going to do it that way. But see, I looked at it like this, though, Rob. I thought, I thought Kansas City defense was kind of tired. They were leaking oil. They were yeah, leaking they were. oil on that drive because that was like a 15-play drive or yeah. something like that. And they were running the ball, and they were getting gashed in the run. Chris Jones just came up with a hell of a play at the right time to force the field goal. That's what that I guess, was. I guess, Hugh, I guess when Mahomes, like it's the same thing with Mahomes. You know, he was kind of, I don't want to say under control, but they, they kind of held him in bait. But when it comes to it, your stars, you know, are stars. And like you said, you know, Chris Jones mustered up that play in the perfect moment, and you knew Mahomes, you know, was going to make a couple throws at the end of the game, and overtime especially – to get it done, and and they did, Hugh. And you know what? I, I was going to rip Kelsey, Hugh, but I listened to what you said a couple calls earlier, trying to go behind the scenes. So you know, I, I mean, I, but I, you know what, Rob? I, like I'm here. Like if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Yeah, you know, and, that, and that's and that's fair. That that's well, a fair assessment of it. Hugh, you know what? Here's my thing. Like I understand maybe in practice or regular season game, but on that stage, yeah. in that moment, it just amplified it more. And I'm thinking, like you know. You know what, I, I, AJ Brown, if you're listening, I don't know if you listen to WIP, but Rob from Delco, I was kind of hard on you, AJ. I was kind of ripping you, and you know what? You know, I kind of I apologize, to AJ Brown, because I know this stuff goes on all the time. But I mean, heck, I kind of agree with him. You, you know what's funny, Rob? And this is what I think, because you remember uh, when Draymond Green 
punch the lights yeah. out of his teammates. Jordan Poole, yeah. yeah. And remember how NBA players said this ain't a big deal? I remember Kenny the Jet said, hey, it ain't a big deal. It happened all the time. That blew my mind. Yeah. And he was talking from – like, and I have to respect that perspective because, because he, he's been there and he's, and he's seen there, this. You, you know what I mean? There. So, yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's kind of how I look at it because I've been in those heated moments. Now, in the real world, that, that dog don't hunt. Yeah, imagine him knocking over you, your boss, you, screaming. You, hey, listen, you punch me in the face. You got to see me every day <laughs> until I win. You got to see me. But I but that's you. the that's the mentality that some people have. So that's why I look at. It. But but you're fair. It's fair to feel the way that you feel about it. I was just like, wow. Yeah, Rob. Good phone call. <laughs> I, like the one one of our first calls on it brought up the audience because it was different than a normal game, right? Yeah. Like, there there were kids last night who probably have never seen that. Yes. And it was like, whoa, is that normal? And it is in some instances. Yes. I think the thing was that caught a lot of people, including Kyle, that Reed almost literally fell down. That's yeah, that's what not, it was. He caught him off guard. Yeah, that's not normal. And, and, and I'll say I'll say that. I'll say this to the whole pe- the people out there that, that are talking about being role models for kids and everything else. You know who should be the role model for your kids? You. I mean, that's your job. Your, your job as a parent is to sit there and try to explain to them what happens in the heat of the moment. Because I'm pretty sure – you and mama being yelling at each other sometimes, and kids looking at you, why are you yelling at mama? Oh, me and mama had a disagreement. You know, sometimes it happens like that. It's the same damn thing that you do in your house every day that happened between Coach Reed and everybody else. Your kids looking at you like something going on. You just be like, hey, me and mama had a disagreement, but we still love each other. It's the same thing. So, I mean, I understand that people see that and they get upset and everything, but, but hey, it happens in day day life. Well, as it long does. as as long as we're teaching lessons here, you could also point to the how Reed handled it. He didn't yell he back. He didn't yell back. He, he didn't make it a big thing. Let's move on, right? Let's yeah. let's just let's go about trying to win this football game. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Hassan Reddick seeking a trade. I wouldn't trade him. Hugh would. Andy Reed, a champion again. Happy or jealous? I feel some jealousy here. But there's also something else we have to get to. It kind of slipped through the cracks yesterday. A report on... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance. On required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back. Midday show. Sports Radio. Not the cube. 94 <laughs> WIP. What do we got going on? Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Yeah, it is a good day. How about this? Uh, front page of the San, Fr- San Francisco Chronicle today, Hugh. Las Vegas. L-O-S-S. How about all them folks that drove from from the Bay to Vegas? That's about what? That's a good. That's a good little little. Stretch. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, that's a nice little stretch. That's a tough ride back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Teslas and them little smart cars and whatever, charging them up, miserable. 
on the highway. Just miserable. Yeah, they're miserable today, as uh, as we were last year. They rubbed it in, so we're having a little fun with them today. And the Chiefs, of course. This is what they do. It is a dynasty. I do have this feeling, and look, we'll, we'll spend a lot of time in the next few months trying to get the Eagles back there, that everybody's playing for second place in the NFL because Reed and Mahomes are just that darn good. Beast. But it would help, certainly, if Jalen Hurts goes back to playing like a star and maybe leading like one. This was interesting. Yesterday, uh, NFL Network, before the game, they broke the Hassan Reddick story. But then they also threw this in there about Jalen Hurts and what the Eagles are hoping to see out of their leader next season. Just a year ago, we were in Arizona getting ready to watch Jalen Hurts playing in the Super Bowl. Now some are questioning his viability as a long-term franchise quarterback. The Eagles, though, are not. They feel like new offensive coordinator Kellen Moore is going to bring some fresh ideas, which should help Hurts and that offense. But there's a non-X's and O. Uh, X and O element at play here, and that is that Hurts, you know, he's usually a few words and he's stoic. They want him to be more front-facing and more of a vocal leader, especially because Jason Kelsey might be retiring, Fletcher Cox as well, and some other long-term fixtures could be moving on with the Eagles as well. So now is Hurts' time. They paid him like it last year. Now he's only 25. He's not a finished product. You hear that repeatedly when you talk to the Eagles, but they say he's open to these conversations. They've already been having these conversations, and they wanted him, and the people around him did as well, to show his personality when he was down at the Pro Bowl. He did that. They feel like that was a step forward. Interesting. I mean, it's the stuff we've been hearing in in different ways for a while now about Jalen Hurts and the leadership stuff. And I thought it was interesting, Hugh, the way they framed it, that the other leaders probably are moving on. And he did say every name, but we know who we're talking about, Kelsey and Fletcher. and Yeah. They're not going to be here forever, if even anymore. So it's going to all go to jail on now. Like, you're the leader. You're yes. the one. And you know what this, this uh, kind of reminds me of? You remember uh, last week we were talking about how Asante Samuels was, 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 went up to, ran up to Coach Reed's office and was talking about he needs to police Donovan and how Coach said, you have to be the guy. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, accountability. There is no higher accountability than the, than the one you get from your peers because those are the guys – that I feel, me personally, that should be able to talk to you in a way that it reaches you, you know? And that's what Jalen Hurts is. And somewhere along the line, the leadership in that locker room, from my speculation, they didn't do their job because there was a lot of talk going on or, or a lot of people that were saying different things and nobody was checked in the locker room. And I know, you know, I've been hearing different stories talking about where he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to be... Like, whatever his definition of leader is that makes him and the team comfortable, that's who he should be. I think it's different for everybody. He doesn't have to be the rah-rah guy. I think I've said that before. But he has to be it, He has to be some type of a leader where when things go rough, guys know that they can look at him to, to right the ship. And I don't know what that looks like for Jalen. I'm not asking Jalen to go out and, and take people to escape rooms and things of that nature. But – when it's time to make plays, he has to figure out a way where whatever his message is to his teammates, that it's relayed and they receive it and they're all on the same page. That's where he has to be. Yeah, I also think he has to realize he's the spokesperson for the team, whether he wants to be or not. So yes. When you go to the podium after a game and you say, you don't know what you don't know, you're speaking to the fans and obviously the people that are there covering the team. you got to be the spokesperson. you, you got to put out fires. Don't let fires rage. And, yes. and obviously – You have to be very, very tactful, yeah, especially we, at that position. And we can't let a wide receiver be the mouthpiece of the team. I can't don't think do it's it. healthy. I just I, – I don't think it's – it's nothing against A.J. Brown. I think that it's just not a position 
that should be the mouthpiece of the team. All right, 215-592-9494. Back to the phones here. Your reaction to the game, Mahomes, Reed. Are you happy for Andy or a little twin to jealousy here? And, of course, the Son Reddick situation, which really caught us yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, we get that news. that The Eagles have allowed him permission to seek a trade. I don't want to trade him. Hugh Wood, Drew in Westchester, is up next on WIP. Hey, Drew. Hey, good afternoon. What's so, up, Drew? So I think – I think you had a caller uh, last week. I think it was Scott who made a fun joke of, like, you know when a call is going off the rails when Hugh starts, like, talking softly about what you're saying. So my goal is to, uh, my goal is to avoid that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, so starting with the game, uh, I'm not, you know, I, I like Andy. I'm not jealous of Andy. But what I am uh, jealous about is uh, the corner on the Chiefs, number 22, Trent McDuffie. He was taking um, eight picks after Jordan Davis. And how good would he look in green uh, right now? You know, I know he had a penalty in overtime, but I thought he played a really good game. He's a great player. So I'm just, I'm jealous of that, you know, 2022 draft right now, knowing we had a chance to get him. Yeah, Drew, I mean, you think back now to, to like just the last two drafts, the Eagles have made choices here that we're going to now lock in on for a while. You think about this past year, it was Nolan Smith over Joey Porter Jr. or Brian Branch. Two years ago, like you're talking about, it was Jordan Davis over both Kyle Hamilton and Trent McDuffie. Like, those are ones, depending on how Davis and, and Smith progress, that we're going to be eyeing the next few years, because those other guys, they look like really good players already. For sure, and I know it's easy to cherry pick draft picks, but like if we did, I don't think Bradbury was signed yet. If I recall, he wasn't signed till like May or so. So like we did need a corner, um, and you know, obviously we still need a corner now. So just knowing that, you know, it, it's really important that Jordan Davis just you know turns into a you know turns turns into a player and figures it out. Now on on Hassan Reddick, one thing that I'm hoping works in the Eagles' favor is. To no fault of his own, he did a lot of losing before he came here. He was never on a winning team until he was with us. So, you know, I'm just hoping that they can sit down and kind of play to that a little bit of, like, let's figure out a way to make it work. Like, he's from the area. Like, do you really want to go to – I'm just going to cherry pick, like, the Raiders or, like, the Broncos or, like, a team where, like, you're probably not going to win anything. Like, let's sit down and just – figure it out between, between both sides there. Yeah. yeah, and I think because he's from here, and he seems so excited when he's signing up to come back home, he probably – I think he wants to stay ultimately. Drew, we appreciate it. But, Hugh, the money – the money's the money. I mean, they're either going to pay him more or I don't think he's going to be happy. Yeah, and and that's going to be the bottom line. I, I hear what everybody's saying and the fact that he's from here and everything like that, but they have plane tickets. And, I mean, <laughs> he can he can buy a house here and, and, and live here when he retires. Sure. No, he's I get not it. The, he's not the only one. The reality is this. I think that a lot of times, the, the, love the city of Philadelphia, but when you're in a position where you have an opportunity, especially when your worth is at its highest, you want to try to maximize your dollars best that you can. And again, I know that there are some folks out there talking about money doesn't mean a whole lot or whatever about your happiness. This is one of those situations where Hassan has to figure out how much it means to him to be here, whether he wants to be financially secure for the rest of his life or, or stay here. I know $15 million is not a lot of money. I mean, excuse me, I said that wrong. $15 million is nothing to sneeze at. I get that. But he's in a position, 29 years old, he's at his absolute peak. Mm-hmm. Anybody that is in the job market today can understand exactly what that is. It's just different for a football player because he just happens to be 30, and this is probably it for him. So he's trying to get as much money 
as he possibly can in this last contract because this might be the last one for him. It probably is. Yeah. So he's he's trying to maximize that. So I'm not mad at him for that. And as far as him wanting to be here, he probably does want to be here. But if there's a team, say for instance, if it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, just as an example, mm-hmm. and and Doug sashays in with a, a a boatload of money, he'll go ahead and go down there to uh, Sweet Home Alabama and listen to that all the time and play football. He probably won't like it down there, but he's going to be financially secure. Boy, we really he really is the new Hugh, Hugh Douglas. I did, and you know what? You compared him that, earlier. Now he's going to end up in no, Jacksonville. After I said that, I was like, damn, that was probably a bad comparison. But that was one of the teams that I look think of yeah. that might potentially want him. He also has fifty eight sacks. I mean, if you ask me how many he's going to end with, I might say around eighty. He re- <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's Hugh two point <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's this is for me. The reality, when I left Philadelphia and I went to Jacksonville, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, my family was fine. My family's fine. But when I was riding through the neighborhood and I saw them Confederate flags all over, I was like, damn, this probably was a bad decision. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> so, I shouldn't have done this. I'm like, hey, you know, my, my finances was all right, but I'm like, eh. Maybe I should have thought this out just a little bit longer. Yeah, maybe not the best you know option. I mean? It was different. Jacksonville was different, you know. But look, you ended up back here. I, I, I'm back. I'm back. You're back. Well, is you Douglas okay? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm just saying, dog, them, them Confederate flags and whatnot. Yeah, a little uh, advice there for Son Redding. Uh, Here's my advice to the Eagles. <laughs> Let's keep the good players if we want to try to win something next year, right? There's there's my advice. Black Gritty is up oh, next. Not, hey, Black this, not this guy. This guy right here. What's up? <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, Joey Bear, you know what? <laughs> Let me go move some furniture. I can talk to this. You clueless. Go ahead. Get him. Here. Get him, Black Let me tell you something. The, 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 you clueless is good. on a game manager of field goals. No, he was balling. I don't rule. care what you say, oh, Black yeah. Gritty. He, he was, was balling. Oh, he was balling. Oh, he was balling. Just just like down and shut, boy. He, he had just as many touchdowns as his wide receiver who was going to be the MVP of the game. And they left up and won. Oh, Shanahan's the coach. Three leads and three Super Bowls and three hot hells. He can't can't be happy with the result of that game. And see, the difference between me and the rest of these punks out here calling the radio is when you be talking in the background, he ain't doing nothing but hype man in me up. So go ahead and add (laughs) live, brother. Add live on me, okay? Then let me get to this thing. Everybody on Travis Kelsey, I feel the same way you do, Hugh, but I still got to bash this man on the internet. Go for it. Do do what you got to do. The same way they bash uh, uh, any kind of wide receiver that goes out here that's a diva. Yeah, this dude's a wide receiver. He's a diva. You can't knock a grown man down in the middle of the Super Bowl and not get some. He always oh, the passion and the love. When it's Tom Brady, is passion. When it's Kermit the Frog, it's passion. And if anybody else does it, they're divas and room records. I had to hear about A.J. Brown, who's with the best friend, the guy father, his family. Oh, he's going to get a trade him. he got to get out of here. they got to have to come to Jesus. But Travis Kelsey, you go out here and kick a 92-year-old man out. On the side <laughs> of the we ball. just aged Andy 26 more down. years. Hey, hey, look, look, I'm just saying. And then you want to talk about trading my dude aside. This dude came out here in a cast for three games, dropped back more times he ever has in his career, and still got double digit sacks. You can let him go get that trade offer, but whatever somebody else comes back with, you better match it. Because my thing is maybe you don't want to overpay him. Maybe you don't want to go in there and how he's That's possible. Look, I don't want to negotiate against myself. Let me go. Let you test the market. See, oh, that, that's what they're going to give you. Hey, I can do that. I can do that. You want to stay here for that? We can do that. Because he might not get what he thinks he deserves out there on the market. So I'm not upset yet. But if we lose him, you talking to me about some Nolan Smith stuff? I don't want to hear. But one last thing, let me get back to it. <laughs> 
They didn't even know the overtime rules. You, you heard about Brock Purdy and his game management the field goals? <laughs> they didn't even know the rules in overtime. They suck. I don't want to hear nothing else about it. It's a great yeah, they, day they, in Alonzo morning. Great day. I talk, y'all. You got uh, it, Black Hurdy. Yeah, they sick in they sick in the Bay Area. Yeah, I got to say. So I I'll defend Shanahan on the the strategy. I don't think it was crazy to take the ball first. You, you score, they score. You get the first possession after both, and it becomes sudden death. But the Niners players said after the game they didn't know the overtime rule. I would have never rule. told anybody that. I would have never told. Well, it reminds that. me of Donovan all those years ago, but not knowing overtime. The I overtime rule. Up. Now, you have like my thing is this: you have to know. That ain't no ties in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I guess the, the logical thing to say, you're going to play until somebody wins. Somebody outscores somebody else. So that means that there's going to be some more time, another quarter. So they thought, I guess, the, the, the uh, thinking on their end was a touchdown would have won the game, but they wouldn't have because the Chiefs still would have got possession. It's just, it's a weird, you know, it's like a absence of preparation on Shanahan's part not to prepare them for that. I, I understand it's, it's new, right? The rule's a couple years in. But the Chiefs said they knew what they were going to do. They had a plan, which means the players knew how they would approach the overtime. I think it's a knock on Shanahan. He's got to have them ready. I mean, that's it's it's not a likely scenario, but they're yeah, in the playoffs something. every year. Like eventually, there's going to be an overtime game. Yeah, that's something that I, I feel like you need to be talking about. Yes. on the chirping about on the sideline the whole game. Like, listen, if the clock runs down, we're still in this game. You got to like mentally, you have to be prepared for that. Because ain't no tie in the Super Bowl. I, I knew that. I was like, hey, they're going to play this. I didn't know how the quarters were going to go. I was thinking more college rules. Like, I guess it's like seven minutes or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But you get a full quarter. Yeah, it's – you know, I thought Romo did a pretty good job at the end. I didn't think Romo had a great game. But he kept telling everyone that the, the clock doesn't really matter here at the end of this quarter. Because I'm sure a lot of people out there were like, wait, did they have to score before the first the time runs out. time runs out? And they didn't. Do you guys think it should, though? I think they should – Time that overtime. Like, if the Chiefs weren't able to go down and score in seven minutes, the game should have been over. Nah, I don't know about that. So, Why? Okay, so, I, I, just, like, I don't know about well, that. Have urgency. I, I had a problem with the sudden death rule. I had a problem with that. Well, I agree. Like, I, li- I, I wish it was sudden death. I like so. the fact that the Chiefs were able to get a possession, but they should have it. Like, there was no point of the clock. I, I kind of like your idea, but let me ask you, what, what happens if it's tied and the clock runs out? Well, then then you go to another overtime. Like, So, so like, the urgency only exists if you're down. If Well, yeah, if you're down. Like, your possession, both possessions need to be within overtime. At least, oh, okay. So, yeah. so what do we All right, let's say it's tied and the Chiefs have the ball and there's five seconds to go. And they don't get it. What? How, what do, do we start over another overtime? Period? With a coin flip? Sure. So you're adding urgency to the end of the clock. No yeah, like what. I want, I want Andy to be using timeouts yeah. there. I want, like, it's an added layer of strategy. I think it'd be more fun. I, I would have been sweating a lot more watching them, like with 50 seconds left at the sure. 30 yard. You know what I mean? They could like, have turned the clock off. Yeah. I mean, it really, the clock was right. Irrelevant. There was no point in the clock, and like I kept looking at it. It was almost a distraction. I'm like, what's it even doing there? Well, the clock is always matters. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, because it, it, it still should. The no, time, like for me, the biggest thing was who was tired. Like who was who was tired in the Kansas City Chiefs defense? They were gassed. But I was also thinking, I'm like, okay, you got their their defense is gassed. The offense for for San Fran was gassed, obviously. So you got you got a good quarter coming up because you got two defense been rested mm-hmm. for about ten minutes and this offense. So that's a good matchup. That's how I kind of looked at it. And as far as the time was concerned, I was like, they're gonna play this until somebody until somebody scores. They the Chiefs got the ball back with about like seven and a half minutes yeah. left in Both overtime. Both tries were seven if minutes. If you drives. if you couldn't score in seven and a half minutes, I'm sorry, you lose the Super Bowl. 
How do you lose though? Because you, don't, you didn't oh, score. I see what you're saying. Yeah, he's saying that the clock should matter. Right. Okay. Like yeah. almost as if it's the fourth quarter all over again. <laughs> right. Like I, yeah, I, I, don't I, know. I, I kind of like your idea. I mean, it's just a matter of what you would do to reset mm, right. if it's tied still at the end. Two one five five nine two ninety. Well, it's different. It was different. The 49ers didn't know the rules. That's on Shanahan. And look, I think he's a really good coach, but that's a mistake. By the way, bonehead. Are we now ad- admitting some culpability in the twenty-eight? Like there, there's a pattern here with Kyle Shanahan. It's quite clear. So there's my bunghole lighters. That's yes, what the pattern is twenty-eight to three, Joe. So there's some. <laughs> I also will point out, as someone who thinks he's a really good coach, he's been fo- he's been foiled by Brady, Mahomes, and Mahomes. It's it's the reality, but it's 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 the truth. Mike in Collegeville, what's up, Mike? Hey, how you guys doing? Let me get y'all speaker. All right, Mike. Hold on here. You ready, Mike? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. What do you got? So um, I was uh, talking to the producer, and I was like, you know what? Remember when we lost Hargrave last year Mm -hmm. and he signed with the 49ers? Yes. He's a two-time loser. That's that's what I got out of yesterday's game, just to see him lose. I didn't like him. Back-to-back loser, Javon Hargrave. He got back-to-back NFC championship rings. (laughs) Lost to the Chiefs twice. Poor guy. He should have signed with the Chiefs, Mike. He picked the wrong team. Yeah, I know. So uh, maybe – What's his name? The, the uh, guy who's uh, shopping around. Maybe he'll get it the same type of deal. Who's that? Oh, uh, 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 Reddick. I'm Redick. sorry. Yeah. You think That's he'll get? That's I got, guys. You think he's going to stay or not? I I I hope he does. Yeah. I don't know if he will. That money's going to talk. It always does, Mike. And I'm with yeah. you, man. And I, we appreciate the call. I I um I hope he stays too. I mean, if the objective next year is to go win a championship or to be in the mix to be you know get back to a Super Bowl. I think it's important to bring him back. But the Hargrave point. Hugh, they um the, the Niners really did go all in to win this one. It's you saw last time when they walked off the field, Green lost hurt. You know, they they're not a young team. It's you could already feel it's just there's something about losing the Super Bowl. It just feels like it's so daunting to try to go back the next year. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It, it's gonna be tough. But I think that when you talk about a team that is built for it, it's them. It's them. It is them. Yeah, they are a good team, and they've been in a lot of these title games the last few years. But it just the gravity of losing the Super Bowl, I felt it last year with the Eagles. You saw the Niners last night walk off the field just dejected. To try to get back up that mountain, it's the, I know you know on this show we, we try to have that battle between you know how much history matters versus people that say history doesn't matter. There's, there's a lot of teams that can't get back after losing, and the, the Niners' ride back is going to be harder, which does open the door next year in the NFC. If it's not the Niners, Eagles, Lions... The Niners are always there, though. I like know. They, well, they, won't, they might be an exception. They won't go away. I'm not, they're not going to miss the playoffs. It's a matter of can they get all the way back up the mountain. It's hard. And also, like real quick, the Chiefs didn't seem like everyone made the excuse the Eagles' Super Bowl hangover. We were tired. Yeah, Chiefs are not tired. The Chiefs did not look tired. They're never they tired. They played the same amount of games as us. Well, I think it's what losers do, and I don't mean it in a derogatory way. It's like you lose, like, well, you're you right. make an excuse. Fatigue yeah. makes a coward out of all of us. Yeah, like when you're tired, that's you know what I mean. You get you get a little you get a little turtle up a little bit. Yeah, that quarterback in Kansas City never looks tired, does he? Always looks. He looks like he always ready to go. He always is ready to go. Unbelievable. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, we'll come back. Hit your phone calls here in our final hour of the show today. Andy Reid happy, jealous. What's the emotion as he gets his third? Hassan Reddick, should the Eagles trade him? Hughes says yes. I say I wouldn't do it, even if he is unhappier. Plus, we have to open up a little investigation as we do on the afternoon show, on the midday show. It seems some Eagles players are trying to play us as a fool. We'll get into that next. 215 592 949 for midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.